Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. This is Dr. TK. And in today's episode, I'm actually going to change things up a little bit over the next 10 episodes because I am celebrating 10 years in private practice as of July 2022. I thought that I would uh, make many episodes and really share one big lesson per each 10 episodes, clearly, about things that I've learned over the last 10 years of running a prosperous and abundant solo and group practice. And so let's tune in. Hey, my name is Dr. TK. And on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about one of the lessons that I learned in my 10 years in private practice. I want to focus today on starting before you are ready. And so I want to take you back all the way to my first years of graduate school. I knew going into my master's program, of course, that I wanted to do therapy. I wanted to do also things outside of therapy. I was really tapping in already to program development. But one of the things that I had a desire to do when I entered into my doctorate degree is have my own business. Now, truth be told, I didn't really understand what that meant at that time. I started my doctoral program when I was 25 years old, and then I finished right before I turned 29. So I did my four years straight, all gas, no breaks. But I realized during that time when I was researching, like, what can I do in business as a therapist? And then also talking to my professors who did have a private practice or a group practice, or they just seemed to do more than what meets the eye. In the classroom, I had decided that, you know what, I want to open up a private practice. And so I expressed that desire in school. Some of the professors that I spoke with told me that that's way down the line. I don't need to worry about that right now, but I'm a very future oriented person. And so, you know, when I look back, some of the things that I wished I would have done is requested to chat to people. So like, let's just say if that professor said not right now, I should have asked her, you know what, can I talk in your office and can we talk about, well, when is the right time you think for a therapist early career to have a private practice? And then I also should have had a deeper conversation with those clinicians that were professors that had a private practice, but maybe they did it part time, you know, aside of being a full time faculty member. And so one of the things that I came across is possibilities when I was in my I'm going to say my third year of graduate school. It honestly may have been my second because I was in student body since my second year of graduate school. And so being part of student body, you get very familiar with the budget. And in my second year, I was the treasurer. And so I had to look over the budget and we had to make decisions with the president and vice president, of course, and the secretary in terms of where the money would be distributed to for 
uh, student activities. And of course, we would get together and have like semester meet and greet, play games, you know, buy food at a restaurant and really like rent out a location for like a full night and have a good time and meet, you know, different people who go to the school in all the different levels in the graduate program. But what we wanted to do during my third year when I became the president of the student body for the graduate school programs is I really wanted to enhance professional development. One of the things that was clearly lacking was our inability to get guidance around what happens after graduate school outside of a job. So we actually um, requested that someone that had a successful practice come and talk to us. I don't even remember how this person got referred. His name is Keith Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N. He's in the San Francisco Bay Area of California. Feel free to look him up, but that's who we called in to come and speak with us. And so he came and spoke. He showed up with his golden retriever. And I thought that was pretty cool because the professor who had told me that anything is possible, but you know, it'll just be some work, you know, at hand. She ran a kids camp and she had her older and younger golden retriever. And I was one of the counselors in her summer youth program, as well as she was one of my number one professors and actually one of my first professors. And so he came with his dogs and One of the things that we had asked him is, you know, how can we get started and how did he get started? So not to share his story, but pretty much he talked to us about how early he started. Um, He sought out mentorship from someone else who had ran a private practice in the area. He requested to do some of his practicum or internship hours, I would say, as a psychologist. Internship hours, pre-doc and post-doc part-time and a private practice so that he can get a feel of what it's like even to work with someone who has their own private practice. And then of course we talked about logistics, like, okay, well, how much, you know, can we get paid doing something like that? Because if we're learning how to run our own business, which is a lot of work, right? Then, you know, are we going to get compensated for it? Because some professors tell us we actually entered the wrong field if we want to get paid a good living. And I'm like, well, wow, that's the intro that I get in my doctoral program. So he explained to us the numbers. He said, you know, at that time he was charging 150 an hour. All cash paying clients had a full caseload, explained to us how he figured out his niche. And we had the calculations and I was like, okay, so if I had a job full time, but these are the things that I want to do on the side. And mind you, in terms of inflation and pricing, this was back in 2007 or eight. And so I said, all I need is five clients and I can make me a cool 500 every week. Like that was my mindset, just like 500 extra every week. Right. And so I decided to take a step forward from that conversation because I don't want the knowledge and information that he shared to end there. And I decided to go on Amazon and buy a book. And I was just looking up books that were talking about private practice, but that looked simple to read because I didn't go to business school. And so I came across a book that I liked. It let you like look inside the book. I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's somewhere in my you know home library, but it was a book that's probably less than a hundred pages. And it basically went over what we now know as basic, basic uh, standard operating procedures. Now it doesn't teach you how to build your private practice. It just goes over components of what you want to consider 
when you build a great private practice. And so they showed us examples of like consent forms and intake forms because back then EHRs was not popping. And so out of the book, I decided to draft my first consent form and intake form. Now keep in mind, I didn't have nobody's clients, right? I wasn't even done with my pre-doc hours. I hadn't even started my pre-doc hours. Um, I hadn't even started my internship. I was still in school. And it was interesting because I should have known back then that the journey in which I was about to be on in terms of future career, business, mindset, money, some of the people around me couldn't keep up with the conversation or maybe they just didn't have the desire to keep up because they thought that I was being too futuristic and that I should be focusing on school. And I'm like, nah, I need to focus on the next move so that I can focus on school because that will motivate me to stay focused in school to get the end result. And so I started to just think about and sometimes draft on a Google Docs back then because I've been using Google for a long time. And I would draft what we now know as standard operating procedures, meaning what are some of the things that I would like in my private practice? Uh, I do like to teach. I don't know if I'm going to do it for the long run, but what would it be like if I had interns the same way that I've been an intern to my professors? What would happen if I had a summer camp? What are the paper? What's the paperwork that's involved to involve children, minors, and parents or caregivers? So I started just like dreaming. And I would write it all down. So in recap, the reason why I wanted to share this with you is because I want you to start something in terms of abundance in your business before you're ready. Sometimes we focus on it's not the right time, right? I don't know when will be the right time. And to me, if you can't tell me, well, when is the right time? That means that the right time is now, okay? And so I wanna ask you, do you really know what you want in your practice, meaning What do you want your ultimate schedule to look like? Maybe not your right now schedule, but what does your ultimate schedule look like? What does that afford you the capability to do? What does your time look like? For example, right now, um, at the time of this recording, my husband and I just came back from a breakfast. I woke up this morning. I went downstairs. It was my rest day from my workout. So my, you know, higher power said, go downstairs and, you know, just tap into some like meditation or personal development. I listened to 15 minutes of a podcast that triggered seven pages of scripting. That led me to writing out an entire, it's going to be equivalent to like a 90 minute up to two hour segment for the conference that we have coming up in terms of how I want to wrap up the conference. And so sitting still really does work. But then after that, I realized, well, wow, I did a lot of the work that I put on my calendar to do after 10 o'clock. So what does that mean? Maybe I should spend time with my husband. The kid is at school, you know, our son. And so if he's at school pretty much the bulk of the, you know, daytime hours, then why don't we do something that we haven't done in a while? Let's go to breakfast. But that's the flexibility that I'm talking about in terms of having your desired business structure pave the way for an abundant lifestyle. And the small things are what moves you into experiencing positive things in your life. So do you know what you really want out of a private practice? Do you even want to have a full-time or part-time private practice long-term? Or can you see this being the stepping stone to something else? And lastly, I want to ask you, what's holding you back from finding out more if you know you're ready to move forward? So I want to send a personal invitation out for you to participate in our Prosperous Private Practice Bootcamp. 
We already started in an online group in which we've uploaded, you know, pre-recorded content to help motivate clinicians every single Monday. It gives you a call to action, which means that it's giving you something to do in your business every single week. And then we also give you access to a three-part course that helps you assess the health, wealth, and the mindset of a business owner having a prosperous and abundant private practice. So if you want to claim all of that for free, plus a one-week live with me online in that Facebook group starting on August 8th, you definitely need to click the link in the bio and sign up for the bootcamp. This is our very last bootcamp for the year. We will also be talking about the Dope Therapist Academy enrollment happening in mid-August. But again, this will also be the very last time that we open up the Academy doors for the remaining part of 2022. And if you don't get in now, you're gonna miss out on some awesome things. But more importantly, you don't wanna miss out on this epic transformation that you're going to have by simply attending a week-long free bootcamp along with some bonuses. So check out the links below. Share this episode with another therapist that needs to hear it. If you know you know someone else that needs to start before they're ready and maybe you got started a little bit, but you're not finished either, I want both of y'all to come to the bootcamp. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com.